make sure that you're not posting and ghosting. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I am so excited to have my friend Melissa on the podcast today. Melissa owns Branch Creative Co. and we've been friends for a really long time. And so I kind of can't believe that today is her first time on Take It Personally. Um, Melissa is a brand designer. So we have worked together on projects in the past. I have also worked uh, for her. I've taken her brand photos. And then most recently, I've hired her to do some work for me for uh, the, the White Space brand. White Space is my photography studio. So we love working together. We get along really well. Our processes are kind of similar, but for different things. And so it's always fun to collaborate with her. And she has been speaking a lot lately about launching and what that what it looks like to launch something that you've been working on, whether that's your brand or your website or a new program. And with last week's episode about the rebrand launch, I thought that it was the perfect time to have her on. So enjoy this conversation with Melissa Heckel of Branch Creative Co. One of the biggest mistakes I see brand photographers make is sending over galleries that are too heavily focused on photos of their client. You heard me. You're probably delivering galleries that have too many photos of your client looking at the camera and smiling. A personal brand photography session is so much more than a gallery of headshots. A good brand session should leave your client with a library of images thoughtfully curated to grow their business. These aren't just pretty photos. They're pretty with a purpose. Brand sessions aren't just a million photos of your client's face, as beautiful as they may be. Galleries should be diverse and showcase not just the person behind the brand, but all the things that make up their business. This is how you create brand sessions that can really be put to work and not just collect dust in the cloud when they change their hairstyle. If you want clients who use their images and sing your praises from the roof, download my ultimate personal brand session shot list. This list covers the 10 images you should be getting at every session, plus a bonus concept that will have your clients so thrilled they have to tell all their friends, which means more business referred your way. You can grab the checklist at maddiepashong.com slash shotlist. That's maddiepashong.com slash shotlist. Melissa, welcome to Take It Personally. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Maddie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to have you on today. It feels like a long time coming for as long as how you and I have been connected and been working together. So I would love for you to start by introducing yourself. Yeah, um, I feel the same way. I've been wanting to hop on and chat with you for a very long time, and I'm glad that it finally worked out for our schedules and all that. But yeah, I'm Melissa Heckel. I am the owner of Branch Creative Co. Um, I have owned my business for almost 15 years. Uh, I was working kind of full-time, building it on the side, and then about nine years ago, I was able to go full-time from home. Um, And then as like my family grew, kids got older, I've been able to grow my business. And um, basically what I do is I focus on supporting businesses with branding and design. Branding is something that I'm super passionate about. And it's been a lot of fun to really dive deep with business owners and help them build that really strong foundation and then supporting that again with design. So what we're talking about today is launching. And I'm so excited to hear about this from your perspective, because I feel like as a brand designer, 
you're working really closely, possibly for a fairly like long amount of time working on a, a company's brand or website or whatever, like these longer term yeah. projects. And I wonder if launching sometimes is a little bit of an afterthought. What do you find with your clients? Yeah, a hundred percent. Launching often doesn't get thought of until we're in that final phase, right? And it's like, oh, like I get to share this with the world really soon. How do we do that? So a lot of times it just gets kind of forgotten because there's so much work being done behind the scenes leading up to that. So uh, I like to say that the best time to start your launch plan is like the day you start your project. Yeah, that that makes a ton of sense to me. And yet I am kind of the worst at doing that yeah. in like real time because, and I, I think a lot of people have this fear of like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to like, you want to share it when something has a bow and it's nice and pretty and finished and whatever, but people love to see the behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Right. And you don't have to show everything. You don't even have to tell them exactly what you're doing. You could put out just like these little teasers. And um, I have a launch coming up next month and I've started already putting things out. I had a picture of me sitting in my living room. It's super dark. You can tell it's late at night and I'm working on something on the laptop. And I just put on there like so excited, like too excited to sleep, working on something new coming next month. And that's all I said. And of course, all my business friends are like, oh, what are you doing? You know, so I'm like, planting that little bit of, you know, anticipation and excitement, even though like I was just in the beginning stages of working on this new thing. Oh, I love that. So then it's like, you don't have to give it all away quite yet. You don't have to like feel uncomfortable, but you're letting people in a little. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and if you're doing a, a, you know, a rebrand or something, there's a lot of work you're doing and like in steps and in phases. And so then at each like mile marker, each phase, uh, specifically for a logo design, say you're getting a new logo created the day you get to see the first proofs of your, of your logo design, you can share something like, I just saw the first proofs of something really exciting. Maybe show a little corner of it, pixel it out. I mean, there's so many different things you can do and to get creative and really have fun with it. I love that. Okay. So we're teasing, we're talking about it early on when we're actually in the phase where there's like, we're creating a plan, like we're doing some strategic planning. What does that look like when it comes to launching? Yeah. So you should really first, it helps to work backwards. So think about when you want to launch and set that date. It helps to work around, obviously your schedule. You want to make sure you're available and that it's going to work for your schedule and the project schedule. And then also, you know, look at holidays. Does it make sense to launch on Black Friday? Maybe, maybe not. Christmas, you know, all that stuff kind of coming up here in the season and even in the summer too, like depending on what industry you're in. Um, are people going to be around if you launch in the summer? So really think strategically about when you're launching uh, and then just work backwards from there. Um, a lot of times I like to say a week to two is a really good amount of time for buildup. Because mm-hmm. if you go too long, people get bored. Yeah. And if you wait too late, then there's just not enough time to like really build that anticipation. So I, I always feel like a week or two is a good sweet spot. And then from once you have that launch date, on your calendar, then work backwards for that one to two weeks and figure out like, when are you going to post certain things or what certain launch events do you want to do? When does certain stuff need to start getting put on your website? Um, those sorts of things. I, I love, I love this. This um, reminds me. So the episode previous to this was about my rebrand launch. And so I shared some of the insights about that, but one of the things that happened with this launch, I don't think I put this on the episode, 
was the dates just kind of snuck up on me. Like the time before I was very like thoughtful and planned out like when the dates were of, I do a mini course to like drum up excitement for the the big course that I'm launching or big group program. Mm -hmm. And I realized like a week or a couple of weeks before I was supposed to have it that like I had shoots during this week it was, and it was a whole thing that I had to rearrange and I was stressed. Yeah. like, okay, I'm never doing that again. And so I just wrapped up a launch and I'm already thinking about dates for the next one so I can like clear my calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely helps to, to plan ahead for sure yeah. so that you aren't so overwhelmed. For sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're working backwards. What's the next step? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as you're working backwards, then I should say, planning ahead actually gives you so much more opportunity and so much more flexibility and so many more options. So like, think about like thinking outside of the box of like all the different avenues you can go with launching. So there's posting, which you can do almost immediately, but what about like getting on people's podcasts, like going, you know, looking out throughout your industry. So if you're a brand photographer, are there business podcasts out there that you want to get on and promote your service to or marketing podcasts or whatever that you want to promote your services to, you got to plan that in advance. And if you wait to the last minute and you're about to launch, then you might get on a podcast and it might not air for another month. So same thing goes with, um, you know, press releases and things and just getting those opportunities to really get out there and make a splash. You really limit yourself if you wait till the end. But if you're planning ahead, then those are the sorts of things that you can kind of plug into your calendar ahead of time. That's so true. I am learning as, you know, this last launch was my third of this program. And the more that I launch, the more that I realize how important audience expansion is in between launches. And so thinking of my next launch, one of my thoughts was I really should be more proactive with like reaching out to podcasts and making sure that those podcasts are airing before I'm in a launch or while I'm in a launch. So I love that idea because you're right. You got to be on top of it. Yeah. And kind of along those lines too, even before you're launching and teasing, like you said, if you're in between a launch, then um, look for ways that you can build your audience. Like even if you're building something or announcing something like, you know, and it never hurts to build your followers on, you know, Instagram and social and Facebook and LinkedIn and all that build up that following in the off season and build up your email list, start developing those relationships. So then when you are ready to launch, then you have those eyeballs already on you. Yes, absolutely. That's yeah. a that's a great point. I feel like that's maybe yeah. where people are the most intimidated of like, oh, I, yeah. I need to like, almost like you feel like you need to find the people who want to buy your thing. But oftentimes yeah. it's just kind of priming your audience. So they like the people that are already there, so they know what's coming. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay, what's next? Yeah. So getting ready for launch day, make sure you're available. Um, when you start to post out there, you're going to want to make sure that you can respond to people. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing is make sure that you're not posting and ghosting. So like share in the excitement, join the conversation um, and be there, be ready to ask questions. And when people are booking, if they have any issues, if any, you know, if it's a brand new thing and you come, you know, errors pop up or whatever, hopefully not, but that way you're there and you can make it go as smooth as possible. So, yeah. <laughs> There's so many different options when it comes to communicating what's going on, like with your launch, social media, email, web, like yeah, there's so many different yeah. options. Do you feel like there are certain avenues that everyone should do? Like what, how do you tell clients how to navigate that? Like there's just, there's so much and it can be really overwhelming. 
It can. Um, the biggest thing that I would recommend is think about where your audience is. So uh, if you're launching and your audience, uh, say they're, you know, I don't know, they're moms, you know, where are your moms going to be? Are they new moms? Should you, should you go and partner with a boutique? Go do a Facebook live with the boutique. If you are reaching business owners, Maybe go to like in Sioux Falls, we have the startup Sioux Falls group, like go and get in front of the people who are most likely going to buy your product. So if your people are hanging out on Instagram, then let's focus a lot of time on Instagram. Maybe LinkedIn makes sense or, you know, or maybe it is in person. So yeah, definitely look at that. Like we'll find out where your audience is. Look at who has your audience, other businesses that have your audience and figure out how you can partner with them in a way that makes sense and then prioritize those over all the other stuff. Awesome. Yeah. That make that makes a ton of sense. Like really paying attention to where your audience is at so you're you don't end up stretched like so thin trying to Right. Fall. Right. Yeah. And you want to really use your resources well. Like you don't want to wear yourself out putting all this effort and time into something and talking to people who don't care, you know? <laughs> so they just that doesn't make sense, right? So you want to just really be efficient with your time and and if you can't be everywhere all at once, then like I said, just prioritize. Yeah. How do you help clients with the type of content that they should be putting out? Like what are some of your recommendations there? Obviously, like we want to be teasing and kind of giving people some of that behind the scenes, but when it comes to the the true content, what should they be doing? Yeah. Um, think about your customers' pain points. You want to think about what are their challenges, what are their pain points, and how does what you're offering, that service or that product that you're selling, how does that help them relieve that pain point? Or how does that help them achieve their goal and take care of those challenges? So really lean deep into that. Mm -hmm. And that's going to really help your messaging because you can even point out problems that they didn't even know they had. Like all of a sudden you are the answer to this problem they didn't even know they had. And they're like, oh my gosh, I need this right away. So that is one thing I would definitely lean into a lot. And one thing too with content that I like to say is that start with the longest form content, right? So write a blog post and then put that out there. Offer to be a guest blog post writer. So you can get it on your blog, get it on other people's blogs, and then take that long form content and then chunk it down and make a whole bunch of posts. Take little chunks of that and then use it as ideas for reels or jumping on stories. Like take a paragraph out of your blog post and then do a story like just talks about that particular paragraph in your blog post. So that also creates some efficiency. So you're not reinventing the wheel every single piece of content you're creating. But yeah, like, and just really focus on addressing those pain points and how you can position yourself as the solution to those. I love what you said about finding pain points that they might not even know exist. Like, I think that that's not talked about enough that a lot of the time, our clients and customers actually don't know that there's a problem because they don't realize that there's a better way. Maybe problem is not the right word, but they don't realize that there's a better option. Yeah. And so your right. first step is kind of shedding light on that. Like, hey, you don't have to work this hard or this could be easier. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. And honestly, the the more you know, not just about your client's pain points, but just about your ideal client, do you feel like launching goes so much more easily if you really know who your ideal client is? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Cause then you know how to talk to mm -hmm. them. Um, they, like everyone says it, it's kind of cliche, but it's so true. Like you talk to everyone, you talk mm -hmm. to no one. So niching down and making sure that 
your messaging and your positioning is really dialed in is going to just make everything so much more clear. Mm -hmm. So you're not trying to talk to everyone in the room. You just focus in on that one person who is just really going to be able to benefit from your product or your service. And it's your dream client too, like the person you really want to work with and that would make the most sense. And then just dial in and talk right to yeah. them. So this is super exciting because as we're talking about this, like this is a this is a decent like list of things that you need to be thinking yeah. of when you get into a launch, right? And you are launching something that I'm really excited about coming up. Yeah. And I would love to have you kind of share more about that because it, it solves this problem of what does launching look like and what does this brand process look like? So let us hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I am really trying hard to practice what I preach <laughs> with this one. You know, it's easy for us to sit here and say, yeah, do all these things. Um, but we're, you know, running a business and you've got, we've got families and all these responsibilities. And sometimes it's really hard to do what we practice, what we preach. Right. So, um, yes, I am launching something, uh, and it's coming up in a few weeks. I will be announcing it. Let's see. I believe this podcast is coming out on the ninth, right? Yep. Yeah. So, um, so you guys are the first to hear this. I'm announcing this to my um, social media and everybody tomorrow on November 10th. But what it is, it is called the Be Magnetic Brand Building Collective. And so what I am going to be launching is um, it's a way to work together in a group to do what I essentially do one-on-one -on -one with like brand strategy and brand building. So I've always worked one-on-one -on -one with clients so far. So this is a brand new way to work with me. and we will be capping it at 10 and it's going to be a six week course. We'll meet weekly to go through different aspects of the brand strategy process that I go through with my clients. We're going to be diving into your values. Um, what's your brand voice? Who's your ideal client? Who are those competitors out there? How are you different? And then we end the, it's kind of a course, um, but there's, you know, a lot of DIY, but there's also a lot of stuff we'll do together on the calls. Um, but then we wrap it all up with our last call is going to be talking about how to infuse your brand into all your different aspects of your business. So you can really execute on that at the end. And then we will also be doing some virtual co-working sessions. You'll get a brand workbook, all those fun things. So yeah, I am working on, like I said, I, I'm teasing you a little bit on Instagram. And then um, I did actually just buy, and I highly recommend, see what resources are out there. I just, a local copywriter just put out a really awesome resource with a bunch of templates for launching um, email templates. Mm -hmm. So I did just purchase that. So I'm working on figuring out over the next couple of weeks um, what that's going to look like, sending out regular emails. And I've already got my launch schedule for social media for all the different posts. Those are all ready to go. So I'm working on graphics for those. So I'm really putting into action what I'm talking yes. about and looking for ways. Hence why we're on the podcast today, working ahead, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So if you're listening and you're kind of, you're thinking like, oh gosh, this, this feels a little overwhelming or my brand kind of needs some tightening up, or maybe, maybe we need to just kind of start over or whatever to get to that place where you're really excited and ready to launch this mm -hmm. new, this new, your, your new brand, um, this program is a really great way to do that. So I'm excited. I'm so excited that we're the first to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Exclusive for you guys. So. <laughs> so for those who are interested or just want to connect with you and maybe hear how they could work with you, that type of thing, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah. So you can find me at branchcreativeco.com. If you specifically want to look at to the Be Magnetic um, stuff, that's branchcreativeco.com slash Be Magnetic. 
the doors for that will open on Friday, November 17th. And that's when you can start to apply for that. And I do have a special code for Maddie's followers. Maddie Pashong is the code. And then that will give you $100 off of the Be Magnetic Brand Building Collective. And so that's good for November 17th only. That is a launch promo, a big 24-hour Brent to get signed up. So you've got about a week, go check it out. Feel free to contact me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, both at Branch Creative Co. You can DM me or email me. Um, I'm around (laughs) to answer any questions that you might have. Awesome. Very cool. We will put all the links and codes and everything in the show notes so people can easily get to those and uh, find out more. So Melissa, thank you so much for coming on today and talking about launching. The timing (laughs) of this was perfect. Not just for your launch, but also because we talked last week about the rebrand launch and even heading into like Black Friday and the holidays. Like I know this is really top of mind for people. So thank you for talking through this with us. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on the show. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally Podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.